So have you ever just felt so overwhelmed that you don't even know what to do next? Like what is the next thing on your to-do list that you should get done? I think most of us have been there at some point where we just feel like um, there's too much and we feel like we have to do all of it. Oftentimes we feel under pressure from deadlines. Sometimes those deadlines aren't always deadlines we have to meet. Sometimes they're self-imposed, but whatever the case, the feeling is real. If that's you, I've got a very simple formula I'm going to share with you today. I call it the four D's. Actually comes from my book, Brave Enough to Succeed. But if you will do these when you feel overwhelmed, if you'll just stop and take control, you will be able to prioritize and really get your schedule under control. Because a lot of times we are not prioritizing. We are not postponing the things that need to be postponed. And we are not pruning the things that it's time to let go of. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. Oftentimes we get overwhelmed because sometimes we're just too optimistic about what all we can accomplish in the amount of time that we have. I've certainly been there. I am a time optimist. I'm working on it all the time. <laughs> but I figure out that I've figured out over the years that there are a lot of people who are time optimists who just consistently put more and more on their to-do lists. And what tends to happen is we bump up against a deadline and we realize there's far more to do than we actually have the capacity or the time to do. But when that happens, the brain becomes overwhelmed and you don't know what to do first. And that is the place where you can get stuck. And when you get stuck, you don't end up doing much of anything. You might find yourself procrastinating, overthinking, and just not being particularly productive. So years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, Yvette, and she gave me three Ds. I've actually added a fourth one, <laughs> and I share the three Ds in Brave Enough to Succeed. But she said, look, you've got a ton on your list, some stuff you're going to do, some stuff you need to delay, some stuff you just need to delete. And I'm going to add one more, which is some stuff you actually need to delegate. So let's go through these four. I want you to think about what's going on with you right now in a particular area where maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're having trouble prioritizing what needs to happen next. And it doesn't have to be that way. The first and most important thing to do is to just breathe. Put things into perspective. Everything on your to-do list doesn't have to get done now. If it's stressing you out, notice that it's stressing you out and get yourself centered. For me, that often means just taking a break. Sometimes you feel like just taking a nap. <laughs> and that's one of those things that if you don't give yourself permission, you won't do it. And so, you know, there are times in life when it's important to keep pushing through. But sometimes pushing through is the worst thing you can do. And you've really got to pay attention to your body and your mental state to know where you are right now. 
but being able to pause and to say, yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And yes, I can still get the important things done is critical. It really is a thought shift of expressing a bit of self-compassion. And for a lot of, uh, of us who feel successful, who are driven, who are doing our best to be purposeful, we can be hard on ourselves. So if you find yourself beating yourself up, make a decision to stop. Tell yourself, you know what, this is kind of hard. The research actually shows that just saying this is hard reduces your cortisol levels, makes you feel less stressed. It's about exercising a bit of compassion for yourself to get yourself in the right frame of mind to be able to cull through that list and decide what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done right now or doesn't need to be done by you. So the first category of things is the stuff that you just need to do. Like sometimes there are things that if you could press rewind, maybe you wouldn't have committed to it. But at this point, you're committed. You're too far down the road to change anything. There are other people relying on you to do it. And so you just have to dig your heels in and get it done. And some of those are things that you might not feel like doing, but once you get them done, you're going to feel good about it. And so getting clear about what those things are, the things that absolutely have to be done, you want to say, all right, I'm going to do this. Here's my deadline. Here are the resources or the people that I need in order to get it done. Here's the help that I need. Put it on the calendar. Get it done. The second category is stuff you can delay. If you're anything like me, sometimes you put an urgency on things that really just aren't that urgent. And so there's such a thing as false urgency, right? I talk about that in It's About Time, the art of choosing the meaningful over the urgent. And when I mention the urgent, I'm talking about the false urgencies, the things that feel like they've got to be done right now, but they actually don't. You actually could say, you know what? Yeah, it'd be nice if that was done this week but that could be done two weeks from now. That could be done a month from now. That is not urgent. So one of the things that really stresses us out is that often we put an urgency on things that simply don't need it. And we can feel like we've got to get it all done, but feelings are not facts. <laughs> so you've got to be able to evaluate, am I just feeling like I need to hurry up and get this done? Or do I actually need to get it done? And so the things that you can delay, delay them. Again, this goes back to exercising a bit of self-compassion. If you have self-imposed deadlines and those deadlines are too tight, right now just tell yourself, yeah, I, I thought I could get that done in this amount of time and I can't. The world's not going to come to an end. So there's a lot of power in being able to delay things when you're delaying them intentionally because you come to realize that a lot of your deadlines are just arbitrary. It's just you being hard on yourself. It's you being overly optimistic. And that's good news because you can stop doing that. It's all in the choices you make and you can make that choice right now. Now, there are some things we have to understand that we simply cannot delay, right? Some things that we have no control over. And being able to recognize that is really important. 
Because when we have a false sense of control, we set ourselves up for stress and failure, and that's absolutely unnecessary. So you've got to distinguish between the things that you can delay and the things that either have big consequences as you delay them or that simply cannot be delayed. If you miss the opportunity, it is missed. And that's when you move those things back into the do it category. I'll never forget a long time ago, a good friend of mine was um, pregnant. She had scheduled a C-section and she was going to be delivering uh, twins on this particular day, but something happened and she ended up having to go to the hospital um, early. They were just trying to make sure nothing was wrong and she gets to the hospital and they check her out. And literally it was three weeks before she was supposed to deliver. And they told her after they checked her out, um, yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and take you to the operating room. And she was literally, she told me this after the babies were born, she literally was telling the nurses as they're wheeling her to the operating room, no, 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 no. The delivery is not scheduled for three more weeks. <laughs> they're not supposed to come yet. To which the nurse replied, um, well, they're coming. <laughs> right. So sometimes we feel like we have control over things that we don't have control over. And we have to be realistic about those things. I mean, when it involves other people, when it involves hard deadlines, things that are not going to change, those are things you can't delay. Those go back into the do it category. And so being able to recognize that obviously having a baby is is the kind of the biggest example of that, that a lot of things are like that. Like it's coming, the event is happening. And so deciding, look, I've got to do the things to be ready. That goes in the do it category. But the things that you do have control over, that you could delay, that you could stop imposing a deadline that's stressing you out and maybe even everybody else around you, let those things go. I'll often just pause and pray about it. And I find that when I do that, the answer is almost instant. Because if it is something you are supposed to do right now, you'll have a piece about doing it right now. And if it's something you can delay, you'll have a piece about delaying it. You'll just feel that nudge that say, this isn't, this isn't worth getting stressed over. This doesn't have to happen right now. Stop overwhelming yourself by insisting on this deadline that is self-imposed. Now, the third category is delegate it. Delegate it. You don't have to do everything. I know you can feel like you do it better, but you doing it better may slow it down, may create a whole bottleneck, procrastination. You doing it also might mean someone else doesn't learn to do it. That someone else could be one of your kids and it would be great if they had to step up and take some responsibility for some things that you've always done and they might not do it as well. There might be a learning curve. In fact, it's not a might be, there will be a learning curve, but maybe this is your opportunity right now. Maybe this is your growth gap, being able to let go and turn some things over. It could be in your workplace. Somebody else needs to learn and grow in an area. But if you keep doing it yourself, they don't get that opportunity. And as they're not getting that opportunity, you are also taking on more than you need to. And it's overwhelming you. 
So if you're tired of being overwhelmed, you have to listen to this idea of delegating, understanding that this is one of your answers. And even if it feels hard, it's a choice that you make because you want something different. You're tired of being overwhelmed. You're tired of having too much on your plate. So if you're serious about changing that, then you'll get serious about delegating. Now, one of the things about delegating is that it involves teaching. It involves getting clear about how something has to be done and having patience with someone else as they get ready to do it. In some cases, it doesn't even require all that. If you have the resources, you might be able to delegate by hiring somebody to help you with something. You know, that's particularly true when it comes with household things that need to be done, right? You might just decide, you know what, it's time to budget for someone to do the lawn or somebody to help us clean every couple of weeks. And so you realize that you're at the point of overwhelm where you are going to put into your budget people to help you do things that you are not getting to or you're so stressed out trying to get to them that it's just not worth it anymore. So there's do it, delay it, delegate it. And that last category is delete it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, a lot of stuff just makes it onto our to-do list that just doesn't even need to be there. Sometimes it never should have gotten on there in the first place. It shouldn't even be on your radar. It's something that Maybe in the last season of your life, it made sense. It doesn't make sense now. One of the most powerful things you can do is to say, I, I don't have to do this. And literally look at your to-do list and it's like pressing delete. I'm not doing this. Ah, <laughs> that feels so good. When you realize this isn't purposeful anymore, this doesn't really serve a purpose anymore, this isn't necessary anymore. And you just become okay with that. Now, there's a lot of fear that can come with pressing delete. Maybe you have to disappoint somebody. They want you to do it. They want, they're going to want you to keep doing it, but you know it's time to let it go. Sometimes it's your fear of disapproval, right? Are other people not going to see you as nice um, when you say no to their requests? Again, this is an opportunity to close a growth gap, to say, you know what? There's too much. I can't keep this up. I'm not going to keep this up. You make the decisions about what gets on your schedule. Even if you say, I, I don't make all the decisions because my boss makes the decisions or I have to keep this job. Here's the thing. If you're in a job that keeps you in a state of overwhelm all the time, it is unhealthy. So at some point, you've either got to negotiate for something different or you've got to find something different. Even that is a decision that you make. And so if it's overwhelm every once in a while because you just kind of kind of are in that, that little short season, that's different. But if this is a repeating pattern, you have got to make hard choices sometimes about what's going to be deleted and dropped because it's not worth it anymore because you want more self-care or you want to be more purposeful about the kind of work that you're doing or what you're doing in your everyday personal life, how you're engaging in your relationships. Overwhelm generally is a sign. It's, it's a message for us that we have reached our capacity 
and we've got to free up some space. If we don't free up that space, we often find ourselves anxious, worried, frustrated, agitated, even angry. You know why? Anger is a sign that a boundary's been crossed. And when you've got too much stuff to do, it really is a boundary being crossed into your personal space. And it's a boundary that's begging you to free up some space. And oftentimes that means letting go of some things, pressing delete. So when you look at your to-do list right now, I want you to put it in those four categories. Things that you will do, things that you will delay, things that you will delegate, things that you will simply press the delete. I know that sounds simple and you know what? It is. <laughs> I hope this has helped you out. I mean, particularly around the feeling of overwhelm, I think it's more common than absolutely ever before. And so my challenge to you is that you take out that to-do list and you start writing next to each one. Do, delay, delegate, or delete. And watch how you free up the space and your level of overwhelm diminishes. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.